I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait. You look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money. A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Sling. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. So Jeff Carter has both goals for the Penguins uh, tonight in Chicago. It's 2-2. And there's about two and a half minutes left and rolling in the game. So it's been a pretty good one tonight at the United Center. I just thought I'd add that Kentucky's up 48-47, and they started the second half of the Garden going back and forth and back and forth, every team scoring every time they go down. So it is they have changed leads here five times already in the second half. So every time Duke shoots, they get the lead. Every time Kentucky shoots, they get the lead. So, And it's just crazy, this game. So I got that going for me. All right. Um, I don't really want to lose that Penguin game, but I will. I'll turn it off for a second. Uh, the Sharks and Flames are tied at one at Saddledome in Calgary after two periods. The Ducks lead the Canucks one nothing in Vancouver uh, early in the second. The crack against the uh, Vegas Golden Knights in Sin City 1-1 starting the second period there. The Bruins beat the Senators 3-2 cover. Kings over the Canadians for their sixth in a row in overtime cover. Canes beat the Lightning tonight in Tampa in overtime, two to one cover. The Devils beat the Panthers seven to three at the Rock. The Red Wings four two over the Oilers. I'm surprised about that one. The Blues beat the Jets in Peg in a shootout, three to two cover. Uh, are you more surprised that the Red Wings beating the Oilers or the Devils beating the Panthers tonight, Carver High? Uh, definitely Red Wings beating the Oilers, although we have to start maybe taking the Red Wings somewhat for serious, you know, somewhat seriously. I mean, the last few years they were so bad. The young players that they have are starting to get better. I mean, they're second place there now. I mean, they're 7-5-2. and two. They're over 500. They played good. Devils are awful. That is that is tough that they beat. But the, you know what? They're they're 6-3 and 2 now the Devils. So they haven't been that that bad either. Blackwood made 34 saves. Uh the Devils beat the Panthers. Florida second straight regulation loss after it went 11 games without one. Heshire had a goal and an assist and Smith had a goal and two assists for the Devils. So your boy P.K. Subban is still playing for the Devils. Yes, first goal of the year. First goal of the year tonight. He did. And uh, Janssen, 
Johnson. Marcus Johansson. Mar Marcus Johansson, yeah. He's been a good pickup for the Devils. Been a good pickup. Shire had his second. So I'm a little surprised at that. I thought the Panthers would kill them. Oh, the Panthers were due to the Panthers were due to run out of a little bit of gas here. You know, they they got a back to back night on the road. Um they, they had such a great start to the season. They're gonna cool off a bit. Them and Carolina are gonna have a little bit of a cool off. Is there anything better than listening to Pat Foley call a hockey uh, game? This is it, the last year too. Final season for Pat Foley. That's it. He's hanging it up, shutting it down. He's been doing it forever. He's one of the coolest guys I ever met in hockey. It was really cool. You get a lot of them that, you know, they don't like you. They're jealous of you. They, they don't think you deserve to be there. They, the old they school guys, listen, you. You, you know this, and you've said this already a billion times. The old school guys like the Pat Foley's and the Mike Lang's and the Jigs McDonald's and these guys that were around for so long who knew how to take care of people, I mean, they're all out, and you got a new breed of guy in there now. It's just different now. Oh, it is so different now. They got all these prima donnas in there. We welcome our radio affiliates, particularly Sirius 159, our new home, higher uh, priced real estate. We're living in the fancy neighborhood now at 159. We moved out of 204, the slums. We kind of liked it in the slums, though. We got good weed prices. Are we on the air? Check one, two. Uh, and of course, Mightier 1090 in San Diego near Tijuana, Tijuana. Sports map, sports byline, armed forces. Hoorah, soldier, hoorah. Anyway, um, I just want to think about uh, San Diego for a second. I always like, uh, you know, in fact, I was having a conversation, uh, I think this morning about, you know, Gunner going to San Diego State, and then she threw San Diego into the mix, the Toreros. Ooh. University nah, of San man, Diego. Nah, please. Come on. It's the Aztecs. Uh, that's what I said. I said, what are you doing here? Don't even waste time at that. things. That, come on. Please. That West Coast Conference school. You don't want any part of that. You want the yeah. Aztecs. You want the San Aztecs Diego with State. Their, with their new football stadium. They get, I mean, right. that's where the serious action is right there. And I don't mean anything about going to class. The serious action is at San Diego State. It is serious. I mean, it is serious there. I don't even Listen, know the how people, you the people class. from out of state go to, go to San Diego State. The people from all over the country, they, they, don't, they don't go to the Toro, San Diego University. They go to San Diego State. That's where they go. just want to think about La Jolla and Del Mar for a second. Hold on. Feel a lot better now. Just wanted to think about it just for a minute, just so I could be happy for one second of the day. God, whoever I, the Blackhawks just had a two on O. Kapanen got hurt, and they got a two on O to the other end, and they missed. They hit the they hit the goalpost. 
on a 2 on 0 break in overtime. I have to tell you, uh, I said it before, listening to Pat Foley is as good as it gets uh, doing the TV broadcast. But Le- legend. Um, he's doing it with uh, Debrinket had that going with Kaner. Kaner was the one that hit the, the goalpost. Kaner missed the, the game winner in overtime right there on the post. So uh, it, he's doing the game with our boy Edzo at Old yeah. What a powerhouse tandem Foley and Olchek on the TV call of the crappy Blackhawks. I mean, they're terrible, but uh, yeah, they got the best broadcasters in the league. They have. They've been together for a while. Uh, Edzo obviously does a lot of national stuff as well, but he does uh, a good amount of Blackhawk games too. So Edzo always in the mix. So Edzo, he does a national game every week, automatic, maybe two. And then right. he definitely does the rest of the time he's at home in Chicago. He does Blackhawks. Right. Well, he does, yeah. National right now, he does Wednesday night uh, for TNT. He does TNT on Wednesday night with Kenny, uh, whatever their main game is on Wednesday. So if they have a doubleheader, they'll have the better game. And Tomorrow morning, he'll get up first thing early and fly somewhere. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you where uh, Enzo's going to be tomorrow. See what the TNT game is. I think it's and a then wild late- and then later in the season, once we get past January and get past the, the All-Star and the winter break, that'll become – he'll do those Sunday afternoon games too. You know, NBC right. used to have those Sunday, Sunday games. Game. Right. So he'll be doing that stuff. Uh, the Wild and the Coyotes. So that means Eddie's on his way to Arizona after the game. So he get around to golfing in the morning, and then uh, he can go. <laughs> and then he go to the game. <laughs> so you think he's flying out tonight, Red Eye? I, I, if I was him, I'm, I'm sure that they, they get him there tonight. Or even if he get, eh, if he gets there real early, maybe he can get a couple, get nine holes in. Oh, here we go, Penguins two on one break. Let's go, go, go. Save loose, save by flurry. Fight. Haymaker, 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 haymaker. Well done with a headbutt. Eye gouge. Headbutt. I got haymaker, 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 haymaker. <laughs> I'm showing the game on the TV, uh, Carver High. Just a fight. No play-by-play stealing. That was in a break. We had a that was in a a, a whistle and a fight. They got they were going after Carter's head. Flurry grabbed Carter by the head. Your boy, the flower. He's not so nice today. He's a cactus. Prickly cactus. That's, you know, he probably would have been better off shutting it down than going to Chicago. To retire? Yeah. It has not gone well for him there yet, has it? I mean, listen, nothing's gone well in Chicago this year. They're having all kinds of problems. So they fired Colleton last week and King's running him now, right? Yeah, led number 27, Derek King. So there's a minute left in the overtime and they just got a, a slashing penalty so to uh the penguins are going on a power play here with a minute left so what do they do do they add a, a skater to the yes so if you three? get a penalty in overtime it becomes a four on three yeah a four on three and then they still can't do anything with it they're unbelievable here they are giving up a two-on-one break the other way i mm. mean you got to be kidding me you got to be kidding me. They got a four on three and they can't even get the puck. I have seen it all. 
I really have. They suck. I can barely stand watching them. You know what I was going to do? You won't believe this, but I was actually going to go to my buddy's crazy. And he goes, uh, let's go to Ottawa to the game on, on, uh, I, I think they play Thursday night in Ottawa or something like that, maybe, or Friday night. I think they play Friday in Ottawa or something, the Penguins. The Penguins? Then, okay. Yeah. And then, you know, sat, Sunday they play the Lions, the Steelers. So I was going to go to the – I was going to go to Ottawa to see the Penguins play the Senators and then fly from Ottawa. Here's a breakaway to win the game again, again. Patty Kane misses the game winner in overtime. The second time he misses at the end of overtime. So um, I was going to fly to Ottawa, see the Penguins play the Senators, then fly to Pittsburgh to see the Steelers play the Lions. I'm like, listen, bro, this is getting crazy. Like money's not growing on trees over here where I just fly wherever I want all the time. Like, you know, net jets (laughs) and I'm just going anywhere and everywhere. Right. Uh, But also Thursday night in Pitt, yeah, because I'm leaving Friday, and Thursday night, Pitt plays North Carolina at the ketchup bottle, which is going to be a great football game, and you know it. Oh, absolutely, that's going to be a great game. That's a real because good one. Did you see what North Carolina just did to Wake? Yeah, no, that's a that, that and and honestly, that's a huge game. I mean, me and Lisey were talking about that on our show today about how huge that is for Pitt because they can almost lock up winning that side of the ACC uh, if they can win this game against North Carolina on on Thursday night and how huge it would be. But North Carolina has to be just brimming with confidence beating Wake and putting 58 or whatever the hell it was on the board. So the one kid rushed for four touchdowns and 218 yards, whatever it was. And all I know is uh, they've well, got to be feeling he, like they can beat anybody right now. Well, well, not only that, and the reason why I kind of like North Carolina on Thursday night is we just saw Miami go into Pitt a couple of weeks ago, and they shoved the ball down Pitt's face, and Miami sucks. So I, I just feel like if, if North Carolina can bring that same rushing attack, now we know the Wake D is is obviously probably one of the worst, even though they were undefeated going into that game. If they can run the ball like that, because I can't trust Hal to make plays. I want to see the kid do it. They could beat Pitt on Thursday night outright. Beat him. Now the uh, Duke Blue Devils are blowing out Kentucky. Wow. In my opinion, they're up nine. It was just 11. I mean, this was a, a Kentucky lead. They were up two or three points. And now they're getting their ass beat. I mean, I'm not going to buy into Duke yet because they beat Kentucky at, at the uh, Garden. Listen, I'm really yeah. not because everyone buys into Duke every time they win a game and that they're going to you know, go to the Final Four. They were terrible last year. Look, we, here's mean, one thing that we know. They're, they're, they're gonna loaded make with talent. They are, they are definitely reloaded. We know they're going to be playing with all the mystique of going out on top for Coach K and all that nonsense. It's very early in the process here. I mean, these teams that they are now, they are not the same as they're going to be in March when it gets down to serious time. They're just not. Like Michigan State, you remember how you said today, Michigan State's unranked, right? And they lost. They got their ass beat by Kansas tonight. You know damn well the Michigan State team that you see in November is a hell of a lot different than the one that Izzo brings out when they get in a Big Ten play in January and February. Suddenly Michigan State all of a sudden is good. 
once they get into conference play. So it's just different different ball game. I mean, there's no doubt. And first of all, Michigan State's not ranked, and they'll be ranked within a month. Yeah. Because they always are. Ooh. I saw uh, hot-tempered Izzo get tacked up tonight. He gets mad, but he was right about that call. This guy got hammered going in for uh, a dunk, and he he got hammered, and there was no call at all. And Izzo went nuts, and they teched him up, and, and the ref was wrong about both. He was wrong about the, the foul, and he was wrong to tech up Izzo because Izzo had every right in the world to could, you know call out the ref. It was a terrible call, terrible miss. <sighs> he called nothing at all. <sighs> Hawks just beat the Penguins in the shootout. Oh, Eastern Michigan missed a two-point conversion that would have got us the over here with two minutes to go. Oh, the pain. Uh, humanity. All right, Pharrell on the bench. I'm watching uh, Vegas take on the crack. And uh, in Sin City right now, Carver High. What do you think the uh, and I, you know, I was watching Robin Leonard, their goalie. How much they've changed since the Flower, right? And now it's Leonard's team. And um, what do you think's wrong with them? Oh, just injury after injury after injury after injury. I mean, they've got so many guys down right now that um. I, I just think it's tougher for them. I, I think that they'll eventually get going, and, and the good thing for them is their division is so weak that even if they maybe don't get going until, let's say, you know January or whatever, the second half, it'll be enough for them to make the playoffs in that division. Because outside of Edmonton, I mean, Calgary's played very well. We'll give them that. They, they, that's not a strong division. They should be able to make the playoffs even if they need a second-half surge. And the Kraken aren't that I, good. I just can't believe how average they've been. I mean, yeah. just like, they're doing nothing. And then they made I mean, this I'm, while you're gone. Like, they made that Eichel trade while you were gone, which is a whole nother ball of wax uh, for them. And they trade that kid. You know, we loved uh, Tuck. Tuck scored a lot of big goals for Vegas the last few years. I mean, a lot of big goals. So that's a tough piece to give up for a guy that, who knows what's going to happen with this next surgery that he's going to have. No. Uh, yeah, the th- uh, he's out for three more months. Yeah, he might not. He, I bet you he won't play till the playoffs. I bet you he won't play in the regular season. So what kind of rhythm can he get in with uh, Vegas when he's you know you know st- going to start playing in April? I mean that makes no <sighs> sense to me. It's a very risky move, and uh, you know, look, I think that after the last couple of years, I, we've talked about this a lot. They got very spoiled because they made the finals in their first year. And the expectations have been high now the last few years because they've had a championship-caliber team. I mean, this them being one of the two or three favorites to win the Cup wasn't far-fetched. I mean, their roster was that good. Right. But now it's been a couple years they haven't gotten it done. They get a bunch of injuries. People are pushing the panic button. And that's kind of what this cycle trade is. Now, if this next surgery works and Eichel's as good as new... Great, but who knows? No player in the league's ever had this surgery that he's going to have. So. Don't you think that it takes time to, uh, you know, to like timing, not time, yeah. but timing with a, you know, first or second line 
and a power right. play unit to oh. stick a guy in at the you know beginning of the playoffs is like right. I mean at the only least... time I've ever seen it successful is with Kucherov and the Lightning, but yeah. Kucherov but they already was together. on the Lightning. They were they, they they've been playing together for years. They were together for years, so it wasn't that big a deal. And when you trade for a guy at the trade deadline, you at least have three or four weeks to mesh together before the playoffs start. If this goes a little too long, they could be dropping him in right when the playoffs start, and he'll have no chemistry. And let's also mix in the fact, not only are they dropping him in, never playing with the guys on his team, you're dropping him in, him not playing in a real game in over a year. So that's two things that you're doing, you know, at the same time. So it's a very risky move. We shall see. So I'm watching the... uh... Flames and Sharks now because I thought the Vegas game was boring and I turned it off and I'm putting uh, this 2-1 Sharks lead over the Flames at Sabalom on uh, in the second period with nine minutes left. I'm I'm sitting here watching the Sharks, right? And I'm thinking to myself, besides Burns, who do I know on that hockey team? And I, uh, the answer is no one. What team is that that I'm watching? I don't even know who those players are. Aiden Hill. What, yeah. Who the f is that? They 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 are uh, to say they're in transition would be a would be an understatement. That's for sure. How do you um, sell that to the public? Like, how do you get people interested in going to the Shark Tank to pay money? exorbitant amounts of money to go to a hockey game when you have no one on the team of any substance, like, honestly, like well, look, there's got they to be have... a reason to go to games. Like, let me look, uh, ballsers. Well, look, uh, here, here's the problem with the sharks. Benino. I know Nick Benino, Cogliano. Yeah. I remember him, but Couture, these are, these are bottom six guys. I mean, Couture is a good player, but these are bottom Hurdle's six guys. Decent. Here's the problem with the shark. They now have, a lot of their cap tied up in two guys that were a big mistake for them to sign long-term, which was Eric Carlson, who was finished when they traded for him from Ottawa. That did not work right. out at all. And Evander Kane. So they've got two guys taking up a, a ton of their cap that either suck now or don't play. So that, that's a problem. Evander Kane doesn't even play. No, he's still well, suspended. Hill's the goalie. He's the, he's the goalie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a team. Weatherby, Peterson, Merkley, Leonard, Hurdle, Gadjevich, Dolan, Couture, Cogliano, Benino, Barabanov, and Balsers. Jesus, I know about 10% of them. I obviously I know a few more than that, but God. Hurdle's still playing in San Jose. You remember when he mattered? Yeah. Been a while. I mean, honestly, it's just insanity. And meanwhile, uh, like, I'm not wrong, but the Flames have actually been playing pretty good hockey, right? The Flames have had a great, the Flames have had a great start to the year. In fact, they were one of the teams in the mix. You know, it was rumored for Eichel. And I was like, why? Why would you? Mess up what you got going on right now. Team's playing great. Uh, just and, and they were talking about moving Kachuk in that deal. Like Kachuk's like the heart and soul of that team. He's a he's a complete pain in the ass. Everybody around the league hates his guts. 
Like, that's not the type of guy you want to get rid of. You want to keep a guy like that. And they have, and they're, they've played real good. And, they, and they've been a good team the last couple of years. They just haven't been able to break through. And I still think they're, you know, maybe they need one more piece, but they're they're right there. And like I said, that division sucks, so that helps them out too. Lindholm, he fires tons of shots. They got Blake Coleman on that team now. He's a player. I like him. Kachuk fires shots. There's no doubt. And uh, they've actually been playing really good hockey. They're losing tonight, though, to the lowly uh, Sharks. I've seen it all. I thought I'd uh, see the Flames win tonight. I really did. I was on the Blues. They won. Uh, I was on the Canes. They won. Kings, they won. Bees, they won. Penguins lose. So it is what it is. Uh, Anyway, I'm watching the uh, Clippers and the Blazers. A good one in Lipstick City at Staples as the Clippers lead by two uh, in a very tight game here in the second half. You got that going on. I basically gave up on the Duke game because they were just pasting Kentucky. It's a seven-point Duke lead with six and a half minutes left. Have you watched any of that Duke game? Are you enamored with it at all? Are you bored with it? Like, so I thought that, uh, you know, I would sink my claws into college basketball tonight, right? And get all excited about the start of the season. And I just couldn't stay on the games. They're too boring. I was like, I thought I expected all this great basketball and a great night. And I was like, man, I can't believe I'm going to watch this doubleheader from the garden. And I've just, you know, for me, I'm just being honest. I can't even, I can't even get through either game. Well, it, it's hard. Look, I know that there's like this little, oh, college basketball's back. Let's get excited. It's like a you talk about a marathon. I mean, this thing goes all the way to March, and most people don't even get involved until March comes around. There were so many games tonight. Like, I thought they should have just had these two games tonight. Like, why do they have 50 other games when this is like supposed to be your big send-off? The Champions Classic, four teams, everybody knows. I don't know why they played 600 other games tonight. Play the 600 other games tomorrow. I don't know. That's just me. But let's, some of these upsets tonight. I mean, Virginia lost to Navy. Good job by you guys. Uh, who else? We had a couple other good ones. Northern Iowa lost to Nichols. Missouri State lost to, C- to Southeast Missouri. LaSalle lost to Sacred Heart. Nebraska right. lost to Western Illinois. Way too many games. Jeez. Oh, my God. There's like 200 games. I mean, yeah, I'd be here tough. all night going through these. It's tough. Gonzaga, they didn't cover. Georgia Tech loses to Miami Gonzaga of Ohio. Gonzaga did not cover to 40. Dixie State no. put 63 in. Who? Dixie, Dixie State. State. I mean, God. Alabama covered. Virginia lost. USC won and covered. I'm just looking for anyone that matters here. I'm blowing through Ooh, these games like a no goal for the A goal for the Kraken. Kraken take a 2-1 lead on the night. Kraken uh, take the lead. Texas won and covered. Uh, Marquette barely Oh, and Vegas ties it 10 seconds later. Vegas comes right back with a goal. 10 seconds later. Missouri beat Central Michigan by 10. Iowa State 84-73 over Frelisaw State. Texas Tech beat North Florida. BC beat Dartmouth. It's Virginia tough. Tech blew There's out Maine. Games tonight. Oklahoma a winner. SMU a winner. Florida a winner. Their football team can't win, though. 
LSU a big winner, 101-39 to over Monroe. Good matchup there. I know Indiana won. Uh, they beat Eastern Michigan. Arkansas beat Mercer. Mercer covered. Houston won. They didn't cover. Hofstra took them to overtime. Memphis won. Illinois won. Xavier won by three over Niagara. Jesus, there's so many games. I'll be doing this for an hour and a half. Just uh, just talking and reflecting how much we love the Jersey Shore. I actually do. The, the boardwalk, the boardwalk is excellent. It's always a good time. I have a good time there. Find a little bar on the on by the beach. Get a couple of a uh, couple of buckets of beer. A couple of good spots there. A little live music. Love it. I mean, sometimes the drive started going. The drive's a little far. The drive's (laughs) a little far. The drive is a little far, but well, you know, Carver High stopped going to the uh, beaches in Long Island uh, in the middle of the uh, you know first ten years of the two thousands when they started burying uh, prostitutes all over. Eleven of them were buried along the beaches in Suffolk. I that's. That beach is far out, but I used there was a there's a beach like maybe one or two beaches over from there that I used to play in a in a beach volleyball league, and it was really close to that beach where all that stuff went on, and uh, I remember driving by it a bunch uh, way back. This is over ten years. Story, I watched the story the other night about that serial killer that buried all those prostitutes out there, eleven of them all over those beaches. That was crazy. Yeah, I mean that was. That was some crazy. I think it was like 2004, right? Yeah, mid early 2000s. Yeah, early 2000s. They this guy, he killed uh, like 11 prostitutes and he put them all in the same place, scattered around like four or five miles of beaches, right? Yeah, he uh, and listen, I there's probably a few he didn't even find. They didn't find right. I mean, it, it just was crazy. I was watching his story the other night, and I'm just like, I'm just staring at the TV. I never, I remember when it happened, because uh, I've lived here the whole time, and I I remember, but it was just so bizarre and so, you know, unheard of, like that, uh, you know, that someone would not not that someone would kill a bunch of prostitutes i'm not surprised about that at all it's that he buried them all in the same place he dumped them he didn't bury them he just dumped them he dumped their bodies all over the beaches out there in long island it was creepy i mean it was really it was really the dude was evil and uh i just thought it was nuts anyway duke 74 65 on kentucky at the garden with 3 minutes left i i think duke's going to handle their business here I think Kentucky's got to work too hard to get a bucket, and Duke just got another one. They're way more physical than Kentucky, this Duke team, uh, in terms of body. Like, they have all these big-ass body, chest size muscles. They have players that are just ripped. And Kentucky's got a bunch of kids that look skinny and and, uh, athletic, you know, long. I'm telling you, every time it's that physicality, you start getting these guys that look like – Zion Williamson playing for you. You get all these, you know, rip right. dudes. 
I, I will say this 40, 250 pounds. You're in trouble. I'll say this about Kentucky. It's been a few years since Calipari's had like a team that, you know, went really far. <laughs> like it's right. been a while for Cal now. Like he's, I'm not saying he's, you know, they're running him out the door. I know they love him there and all that, but they, they get very antsy there very quickly in Kentucky. Believe me, you, the same thing will happen to him that has happened to all the rest of them. They all end up getting fired at Kentucky. I mean, you know, it's true. Who didn't get fired there? They all got fired. Every one of them. It doesn't matter. You go down the list. You'd be here all day. They fired every one of them. All you do at Kentucky is win national championships. And if you're not winning, it does not matter who you are. Eventually, they will do you. I mean, eventually, they're just going to have a time when they do you. You and I have had this conversation a lot lately on Coast to Coast about NFL coaches. And we've had that conversation about Pete Carroll. Do you believe... It's the beginning of the end for him. I do believe it's the beginning of the end for him because we've now gone very far since the last Super Bowl. Okay, we you know some some franchises are have a little bit more leash than others in terms of the last time you won, how long you get to stay off of winning that Super Bowl, and he's also made the playoffs pretty much every year, so that helps too. All it's going to take is if when they miss the playoffs, they'll miss this year. All right, this will be their first miss in a while. I think so. And then, it, and then if he misses again next year, that's when suddenly it's. And here's the other problem: you have the other thing you have to factor in. We saw the first cracks with him and Russell Wilson at the end of last year, right? Then we spend like six weeks on the show talking about how Russell Wilson wants out and he wants to get traded and he doesn't right. doesn't have a say and all this stuff. So the cracks were already there. They gave you some nonsense story about how everything is all good. Well, you want to know what changes things being all good? Losing. Okay, that changes things being all good. So all it's going to take is Russell Wilson at the end of this year to go. Yeah, you know what? I do want out of here. Oh, what can we make? How can we make you stay? Yeah, get rid of Pete, and uh, and I'll help you hire the coach. Oh, all right, Russell, you're in. That's how it changes fast. You're right about that. And look, uh, they're playing in in Lambeau this week, and I don't think they're. Uh, he he's back and everything. I don't think it matters. They're going to lose that game. I agree. I don't think they're going to beat them. I think that I I don't think they're going to beat the Packers on Sunday. They're just not very good. So what did you think? What what did you think tonight of the Packers getting fined three hundred grand for the way they handled the COVID lying and all the other BS? Slap on the wrist. Slap it's on the nothing. wrist. It's like a dinner bill. Yeah, it's not. I mean, three hundred grand to the Packers. That's like me and you taking out a twenty at the, you know, afterwards. I mean, come on. Last year they took last year COVID violations. They took draft picks from the Saints. They took a draft pick from somebody else. Not the Packers. Three hundred K. So Indiana barely beat Eastern Michigan in basketball by six. Oregon won big. North Carolina won big. Citadel beat Pitt. Clemson over Presby. Toledo beat Valpo. Miami beat Canisius. Louisville beat Southern by 12. Washington State a winner. Ohio State struggled mightily against Akron. They should have lost that game. They got a miracle basket with no time left to win it. ECU beat St. Peter's by three. UConn won big. 
Butler, they won by nine. Purdue, a big winner. Tennessee, a winner. Um, and then uh, Maryland, uh, they beat Quinnipiac. I've gone through, I don't know if I've hit all these games. I'm just looking at some of them, right? Princeton, <laughs> a winner. 94-28. My buddy uh, does, uh, uh, is a coach at, at Princeton. And uh, he got a big win tonight. He's an assistant coach there. Honestly, oh my God, the amount of games. Oh my God, yeah, it's it's not you can't go through them all. I mean, you should just do the ranked teams and then psh, that's oh, I know. it. You just it's a waste of time. I will say this: uh, that UCLA. Uh, they're starting now, right? Yeah. They, or are they underway right now? They're up uh, 26-13 on Bakersfield in the first. I'm just looking at these some other ones. Arizona's up 20 on Northern Arizona. Washington trails Northern Illinois. BYU leads by one over Cleveland State. And uh, Eastern Washington getting whacked by Nevada on the road. Colorado's down at home by eight to Montana State. Stanford's up six on Tarleton. Tough game tonight for Stanford against Tarleton. What is that, a <laughs> <Tarleton>. cigarette brand? <laughs> Tarleton. <laughs> Uh, the Duke game, uh, they just won, I'm pretty sure. So that's that. That game just ended. So they're all going to head back across the street to Versa and party now? Big party for the yeah, Duke fans. They're all going to head to Versa and party. That's for sure. Very excited. Mike Krzyzewski doing an interview with Holly Rowe right after the game. Very exciting. Ah, uh, there you go. All right, so um, I have to ask you about some of these other NFL games because I'm not going to talk to you the rest of the week, right? Um, not, on not this on the radio, on, on the radio, no. Uh, radio now. Uh, that's it because you're you're in the next two nights, and he's going to do it, and then you're off on Friday, right? Right. Yeah. I'm off Friday and Monday. I'm going to Pittsburgh to the Lions game. So who do you like in the Browns-Patriots game? I'm with you. I, I, I know that everybody wants to get on the Browns here this week. Um, and my hatred for the Patriots would probably steer me that way. But Patriots are playing really well right now. Really well. Um, I, I kind of lean towards them, especially if that if the number is going to be that short by the time we get to Sunday. Now, this whole thing with the Brown running backs could change things. That could move that line maybe to New England being favored by two or three if Chubb's not going to play. Because Chubb, as we know, is such a huge part of what the Browns do. But uh, if Chubb plays, uh, I might get on with everybody else and go with the Browns. Uh, the Steelers are laying nine to the Lions. Yeah, but... I mean, the Steelers bothered me by not covering that game last night against the Bears, but it is the Lions. They can't cover against anybody. They can't cover against anybody. I mean, the Lions coming off a bye, but they should listen. I probably won't go near that, but I'd probably lay it with the Steelers. Falcons getting nine in Dallas. Yeah, I'm on the Falcons getting the nine. I, I think that they're not going to win the game, but the Falcons have showed me something the last couple of weeks. They might be in that game and cover. Titans laying three to the Saints. I'm on the Titans. I know this is probably the week everybody gets on the Titans. They're going to be favorites for the first time in a month, uh, and they'll probably lose outright. The Colts are laying ten and a half to the Jags in Indy. I think it's too many points. Yeah, not only – well, here's the thing. I think that the Jaguars getting the win last week, um, you know, that 
I think that'll lean more towards they're not going to be as into it, and the Colts will pop them. Did the Bills cover the 13 in, in uh, Snoopy against the Jets? God, I hope so. I mean, jeez. Uh, How do you, you got to show up after a performance like last week, right? I mean, you just have to. Got to. Buccaneers in Washington uh, on the road, Tampa Lee in nine and a half. I, I kind of, I think that is too many. I, I like Washington getting the nine. Both these teams coming off the bye. Bucks might be a little sloppy at the start. I'll take Washington at home with the points. Sam Darnold's got like a fractured shoulder. They brought he in Matt sucks. Barkley. I mean, this guy sucks. Like God, Sam Darnold. I mean, he's he's awful. He's awful. Ten and a half. Is it ten and a half right now? Yeah. You know what? I might take that because. I don't know if Murray's going to play, and he, and I, they'll win the game with Colt McCoy, but P.J. Walker, and uh, he might be able to score some points. Take Carolina. Vikings, Chargers in L.A., uh, Chargers laying two and a half. I mean, God, what do, who do you take in that game? You never know what you're going to get with either of those teams. Probably take the Chargers. Eagles, Broncos in Denver, Denver laying two and a half. I'm on the Eagles. Denver let down after beating the big win in Dallas. They'll lose at home to the Eagles. And then the Chiefs Raiders Sunday night in Vegas, and the Chiefs are laying two and a half. I'm on the Raiders. I think the Raiders are going to beat the Chiefs on Sunday night. I'm with you. Rams Niners Monday night in Santa Clara, where Rams the Niners never win football games. The Rams are laying four. Rams the Niners suck. Wow. All right, Pharrell on the bench. We'll come back to New York and wrap it up. Utah blew out uh, the Hawks, 110.98. I hit that. Hit the Bucks minus six. Uh, I had them at five and a half against Philly, 118.109. They got it done right now. Uh, six minutes left. Clippers lead Portland, 99.93 in Lipstick City. As far as hockey, Ducks still up one nothing on the Canucks, 15 minutes left. Vegas just took the lead on the crack. You told me early in the third, 3-2. Every other game is over. The Sharks won that game 4-1 over the Flames. They beat their ass. Everybody's already trying to overanalyze Duke's win over Kentucky that suddenly Duke is back and going to be playing for a national championship and Mike Krzyzewski's final season in Durham. Are you buying or selling that notion, Carver High? I'm selling. I'm not there yet. Let's uh, get into the actual season, which is conference play. Let's see you do it there. Let's see this be a big vintage year for Duke. Because uh, after last year, year, I need to see it. Last year in, in January, they started calling for John Calipari's head in Lexington. Uh, yeah. Does that resurface starting tonight? Been a long time since John had a Final Four team. Been a while. John needs to get uh, back to work here. I think we got him on the death watch. I think I, think I just put <sighs> Calipari on the death watch right here on the bench tonight. <laughs> He needs to start you. winning some games. Winning some. They're gonna blame him, and and I'm I'm not talking about their sugar schedule. I'm talking about all the big games they got. If he doesn't SEC's win in the SEC this year, this year they got good. Done. He's good. done there. I'm telling you, I'll see you tomorrow at four Eastern on Coast to Coast. Sound good, Carver High? All right, good night, everybody.